returns to Foxwoods Resort Casino June 30th and July 1st. Nightmare on Elm Street fans meet Robert England. From Super Troopers 2, Eric Stolhansky. From Sons of Anarchy and Guardians of the Galaxy, Tommy Flanagan. From The Walking Dead and Avengers Infinity War, Ross Marquand. Comic book artists, KidsCon, cosplay contests, Ink Fusion Tattoo Pavilion, and more. All at Comic-Con. A show for the fans by the fans at Foxwoods Resort Casino. Buy tickets now at foxwoods.com and comicon.com. Broadcasting very fast and very dangerous from the planet Malastare. You are listening to So Wizards. You're thinking, you said people gonna die? The only podcast to make the Kessel Run in under 12 parsecs. There'll be no one to stop us this time. What's up, everybody? You are listening to So Wizard Podcast, episode number 202. I am your host, Joey DiCarlo. My co-hosts, the queen of all nerds, Aubrey Litchfield. 202. 202. Deuce, deuce. That's crazy. And the expert, Mr. Marquis, Marcellus Reagans. You know, one thing I do know is that math is math. Math is math. Why would they change math? <laughs> you are listening to So Wizard Podcast. Three friends discuss the world of nerd podcasting weekly. This week, we're going to talk some nerdy news. And then we're going to do a reaction and review to the newest movie from Disney Pixar, Incredibles 2. But before we get into that, how's everybody doing this week? Aubrey, you're back in the clutches of working in retail. Oh, God, it's so awful. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, to be fair, it's not like you didn't know what you were getting yourself into. I know. I knew exactly what I was getting myself into. I think, you know, I'm, I kind of laugh it off now, whereas before it just would have, like, destroyed my soul. But my soul has just completely been obliterated this past year. So now at this point, it's like... I don't care anymore. <laughs> There's nothing left. It's just a shell. Yeah, I had somebody come in today and demand to speak to my manager because I charged them a dollar. And uh, I just laughed. I was like, okay, I'll be in later. <laughs> <laughs> Have fun with that. God forbid I charged you a dollar. And it wasn't even me. It's, it's just the system. You know, and, and what drives me nuts about customers is that they they have no clue. Like, they completely blame the associate for everything, when in reality, it, it's completely out of their control. What am I going to do? I, like, I really want to be screamed at all day over trade prices. Like, that is, you know, I wake up in the morning, I'm like, you know what? I think I'm going to screw these people out of a whole bunch of money, <laughs> and I'm just going to put whatever trade price I feel like, because that's the type of human being I am. You know, it's like, it's like they always think that that's my goal in life is to fuck them over. Mm -hmm. And that you and that's your that's your job to do it. Like you do it and yeah. you, you get paid for it. Like that's part of the yeah. system. Yeah. You know, I woke up and I was like, you know, I really want to fuck people over. I'm going to work <laughs> at GameStop and I'm going to make up their trade prices. And they, they always yell at me like it's me. It's like, go fuck yourself. But yeah, yeah. I mean, this this round, I think that as a human, I've just been so broken that I just think it's funny. 
And that may bring me to trouble later on because somebody's going to come up to me and I'm just going to be like, I don't care. (laughs) Somebody got after me yesterday. So GameStop has to gut um, their new games, one copy of every new game to display it on the shelf. For some reason, that is super hard for people and they love to yell at you over that. And it's like, dude, I'm just doing my job. If we just had standard display cases for games, you would end up with 10 times more work for the associates who are already overworked. Mm -hmm. And then on top of that, you would be displaying games that you may not have. And then people will just yell at you for displaying a game that you don't have. So, you know, it's a lose-lose situation for the person behind the counter. I had somebody yell at me about that the other day. I was like, unfortunately, sir, it is our policy that we display our last copy of every game there is nothing i can do about that and he's like well i'm uncomfortable buying it without a seal <laughs> and i was like well sir best buy is right next yeah, to us you exactly go over to don't buy it <laughs> go over bye to <laughs> yeah he ended up buying it after i told him to go to best buy you know what am i gonna do i'm not discounting the game i can't do that yeah. and if you think i'm gonna go home and cry about it that's not gonna happen either there you go people are always gonna want something for it's- nothing aubrey unfortunately yeah Yikes. All right. Well, what about you, Mark? What's going on? Um, what's going on with me? We've had uh there's a lot of cool cool uh videos that happened this week, cool music videos that I'm very psyched about. Uh I watched a new uh Jay-Z and Beyonce video that I thought was really cool. And uh Was it them coming down in the elevator? Yes. <laughs> it was it was them in the um in the Louvre. The they where they rented out the entire uh, museum, which is fucking baller. Bad baby, trust me. Featuring <laughs> Ty Dolla Sign dropped. Yeah. <laughs> I, I Joey, one day me and you are gonna have a nice long discussion about bad baby, bad Bahabi, <laughs> as I like to call her. Um, but uh, the new I look forward to it on our <laughs> ride down to Comic Con. <laughs> I was laughing hysterically at that video. Was it? No, it was on TMZ. They asked her to talk about the beef between Cardi B and uh, Nicki Minaj. Mm-hmm. And she like goes on to talk about how they are as artists. And like, a f- like she went in this huge um, philosophical explanation of the differences between Cardi B and Nicki Minaj and how the, the feud was going and everything. And it was just laughable. Yeah. It's like, who are you? She knows not to say anything wrong. She get her ass beat. Yeah. <laughs> but still, it's ridiculous. She talks about them like she personally knows them and that she's like this huge hip-hop artist and everything. Like, I cannot wait you know, for her. fucking Dr. Phil. Get off her. I can't wait for her 15 minutes to be over. I really can't. Um, but the, uh, the other video I saw this week uh, that kind of put me in a downward spiral of TV was the new Drake video. Drake used to be a member of... Uh, uh, the Grassy, yeah, <laughs> yeah, the 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 next generation. So, um, I watched the video, and the video it's about him going to his high school reunion, and he brings back almost everybody from the Grassy. So, I was like, "Holy shit, that's amazing!" And I watched the video, I'm like, "Now I kind of want to watch some Grassy." So, I went back. I mean, I went way back to like the original Grassy show that I used to watch when I was a kid back in '84. So, uh, yeah, as you should have. <laughs> That's what I did this whole weekend. I watched a lot of Canadian kids say a boot and, I, and I'm sorry. And then and occasionally Drake popped up. 
in a wheelchair. So yeah, that was my week. Fantastic. <laughs> what about you, Joey? Um, let's see. I I had my uh, my wedding anniversary this past weekend. Oh yeah, I saw a picture of that dude. Very nice. Very nice. How well, that was a picture from our wedding. So it wasn't like this weekend. <laughs> How many years is it? Been? If you couldn't tell by the full head of hair I had in the picture. <laughs> How many years is that? Uh, 18 years of wedded bliss. Oh, my God. <laughs> it doesn't seem like that. Thankfully, we were married in the year 2000, so it's really easy <laughs> for me to remember what uh, <laughs> what year it was. That's fantastic. I will be putting my wedding date off until the year 2050. There you go. I always think of one of the first memories I have of Joey is him telling me about his wife and how he dreads the day that he has to explain to Janine that um, the first person she ever dates in high school, she's not going to marry. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, we've already had that conversation multiple times. (laughs) And it's like. I know this is going to sound really stupid coming from me and your mother, but you're not probably not going to marry the people that you date in high school. She, I believe I told you that she can always come talk to me. Because <laughs> if anybody knows that, it's me. Awesome. Yeah. No, we didn't really do anything. I had to work and uh, I slept most of the day. Well, actually, I didn't sleep most of the day. I Basically, what happened was I got home from work at seven in the morning. Um, I took my son out. We went to see Incredibles 2 and then we went shopping and I got home and my in-laws were like, oh, we're going to take the kids overnight, which is fantastic. But there wasn't enough notice for us to make any plans. So I had to work at Hot Topic uh, that Aww. night and then I came home from Hot Topic and I was fucking wreck. <laughs> it was like it was 915 and I was just like, <laughs> I literally, I, I, I bought a snack because I knew the kids weren't home. I bought a snack. I was going to watch boxing on uh, Showtime. I was all excited to have the TV. And I, like, put my snack in the fridge, and I was like, fuck, I'm tired. And I went and just went to bed. Oh. <laughs> it's good times. Yeah. So good you, time. you work hard, dude. You've earned it. You've earned it. Whatever. It's not like it was a round number. You know, it's not like it was 20 or 10 <laughs> or 15, you know. That's right. It gives you a couple more years to save up for uh, for the big one. Right, right. We'll do, we'll do something eventually. Yeah. It's old hat now. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> awesome. All right. Well, Mark, why don't we uh, move on and you can tell the listeners where they can find more So Wizard Podcast. All right. So everybody can go to SoWizardPodcast.com where you will find new episodes every week along with movie reviews from yours truly. Uh, Netflix picks and uh, Amazon streaming picks from our buddy Adam Wallyhawk. You'll also find our merchandise there. You can purchase some of our t-shirts. Look good while you're representing the show. Um, another great way to support our show is by doing your Amazon shopping through the link that we keep right on the website. There's a big A. Click on that. Do your Amazon shopping. Get the products that you want and you get to help out Soul Wizard Podcast. Uh, you can also find our social media links right on the website. Uh, we have Facebook. We have Twitter and Instagram. You can subscribe to us on Apple Podcasts and, you know, give us a five-star review while you are there. Uh, You can also find us on the Stitcher Radio app for your tablet or smartphone, Podbean, Google Play Music, uh, and you can also stream us through Spotify, my favorite way to listen to podcasts. Uh, You can also find our show along with some other fantastic podcasts on the nerdpodcastmafia.com website. Back to you, Joey.
it, losers. All right, Mark. Let's hit this news and let's hit it hard. Long, strong, and down to get the friction on. Yo, pump it up. It's time for the news. Yo, we getting ready to bring you the news, boy. What have you brought for us today? Show us. All right, so this week in nerdy news, we have a, a new trailer to talk about. Uh, Disney is in their long line of, hey, let's turn every animated movie into a live action thing. The Dumbo trailer dropped. Uh, oh, I thought you were going to say Rescuers <laughs> Down Under live action. It was finally here. Nope, it was actually Oliver and Company Part 2. I love both of those movies. <laughs> Chicken Little. That movie I haven't seen. Is real. <laughs> Imagine a chicken little live action though, where the sky is falling. Imagine uh, Home on the Range. Oh God! <laughs> See, you say shit like that and throw it out into the world, and before you know oh, it, Disney's right. going to announce it. it. <laughs> They're like, "Oh, what? A uh, spy told us that uh, someone out there wants a Home on a Range live action movie. Get it done. Eventually, it's going to come. Believe to- it, achieve it, Mark. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe you should start meeting with movie executi- executives when you have these ideas, and then be like, "They need to at least get money for them." <laughs> You're welcome. Right, right, right. You're welcome, Disney, because they're, they're struggling right now to make money. So, sorry, you may you may continue. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, yeah, so we have a Dumbo trailer that's coming that's uh, uh, that dropped this week. Tim Burton uh, is taking over the reins, doing a live action Dumbo. And it looks kind of like the cartoon. I'm not going to lie. It's been a long time since I've seen this cartoon, so I'm not even sure what the story is. I know he has big ears and flies, but uh, I know the trailer looked good. I was surprised. It actually looks entertaining. Uh, what did you think of the trailer? Let's start with Aubrey. I actually thought the trailer looked pretty cool. Um, Dumbo used to scare me as a kid. That and Pinocchio. I mean, between Dumbo and Pinocchio, Pinocchio probably won as like the scariest movie for me as a child. Mm-hmm. I can believe that. In E.T. Yeah. <laughs> Pinocchio is just morbid. But Dumbo is sad and racist. If you've seen <laughs> the, <laughs> if you've rewatched the cartoon, it's freaking racist as all hell. Oh, maybe that's why um, I haven't watched it then. Maybe that's what's yeah, out of my head. <laughs> <laughs> but I think Tim Burton did like a really good job with this trailer and I'm excited to kind of see it because it looks really cool. And I think that he's a good director for this. All right. All right. Joy, what about you, man? What'd you think? Uh, no, thanks. Really? Not yeah, at all. Dumbo looks horrifying, like really bad CG. Looks like a, what? he looks like Steppenwolf's pet Aww. elephant. That's bullshit, man. I looked at that trailer closely because I knew you were going to say something like that. I didn't see any falseness in that CG at all. Mother, <laughs> bring me a, an elephant. <laughs> um, I, Tim Burton's like a shell of himself at this point. Hey, everybody likes a comeback, dude. Hey, he gets a pass for life. I mean, dude made Beetlejuice. He made... Ed Wood. I mean, he's made amazing movies, including one of the greatest comedies of all time, Pee Wee's Big Adventure. Right. But um, yeah, I was just talking about that on Twitter with Paul from The Countdown. And and I mentioned that or maybe it was on Facebook. I don't remember. It was on some sort of social media. I just I love Pee Wee's Big Adventure. It's like the movie that keeps on giving. Like I just realized a few years ago that uh, Simone from the restaurant takes a bus to France from Texas. <laughs> right. <laughs> like I had never realized that as a kid. And then when I realized that's an adult, I like laughed for like three weeks about it. So <laughs> anyway, um, yeah, I'm, 
I don't like Disney movies all that much. Even as a kid, I didn't like Disney movies. I, I don't. Same thing with ET. Like I don't want to watch ET. Shit's whack. You know. I will fight. I'd rather watch Star Wars. Oh my god. I'd rather <laughs> watch Ice Pirates. <laughs> you can't watch Red Dawn and then like sit down and watch Dumbo. You know, it just doesn't really happen. <laughs> All right, all right. Wasn't, wasn't manly enough for me, but this does have Ava Green in it. So right, that's that's what I was going to bring up. Come on, they, they got to get you. I'm a little torn, but I could just watch uh, Sin City: A Dame to Kill For on Netflix instead. Not there. Oh, yeah. Let's just. I highly doubt she's going to be naked in this movie, <laughs> despite it being Ava Green, and she's naked in everything. They'll figure out a way to get it in there. Just sneak yep. it in there. It that's what I've been like, trying um, to figure out for a long time. <laughs> but Michael Keaton's in this, and so is Danny DeVito, that's, and they're both is me. Is Michael Keaton playing Dumbo? He is playing um, the dude that acquires the circus. Aubrey, thank like, you so, thank you so much for bringing that up, because that's exactly what I was going to say. Tim Burton <laughs> directed a movie with Michael Keaton, Danny DeVito, Danny Elfman on a score, and Eva Green. Come on, Joey. I might have to make you go watch this movie. I mean, you can make me go watch it for the podcast, but I'm not going to be happy about it. <laughs> All right. You heard it here first, folks. Make and Joy do it, depending on when it comes out. Oh, I know it's 2019. All right. Okay. So the next thing, uh, another somewhat remake, uh, reboot, is uh, Aeon Flux is coming back to MTV. Uh, they're going to do a live action TV show because the movie was so amazing. They needed more of it. Uh, I didn't like the movie. I didn't really watch the TV show. I remember it being kind of freaky, uh, but I'm not really too excited about this TV show at all. Joey, Aeon Flux, what do you got? Um, I fucking loved the cartoon back in the day. Oh, really? Yeah. Why? Why you didn't like it? I, I, maybe it's because I didn't watch like the full episodes. I just watched like those little shorts, like the little like three minute shorts that used to come on, and that made right. no sense at all. That was pretty much all it was. <laughs> <laughs> didn't really make sense at all it just looked really cool <laughs> gotcha but yeah i really liked it and uh the movie was a fucking abomination so i don't really i think like the appeal of it is certainly not the story or the lore because i could not explain to you at all what it's about <laughs> right in any way shape or form it was the visuals and the really cool art style and animation and you're not gonna get that from a live action TV show. So what is this going to be? It's going to look like some shitty, like free form slash CW, like futuristic spy TV show. Like it's, it's going to be awful. That's exactly what it is. Except for this time. Aeon flux is a boy. So, Oh God, no, I'm, no. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. <laughs> Aeon flux is gender fluid. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So Aubrey, what about you? Are you familiar with the Aeon flux saga at all? I've seen the case. <laughs> and you looked at the case and you're like, oh, that's nice. And yeah. that's it. What a cool looking movie that I'm not going to watch. <laughs> yeah, I don't blame you. And then I didn't. All right. So yeah, I, I haven't seen it. Yeah, I don't think you're missing much. Um, but, you know, kudos to the people who were Aeon Flux fans who were waiting for this uh, reboot, I guess. I don't know. All 12 of you are going to be really excited. <laughs> There's dozens of us. <laughs> I look forward to... Uh, Talking about Aeon Flux, the TV series being canceled in a few years. <laughs> right. Or <laughs> or like Supernatural, we'll be talking about season 25. Oh, jeez. All right. So now we have to do something that uh, we don't really like to do, but it's unfortunately, it's got to get done. We got to go back. We have to go back. Oh, no. 
back to the DCEU. So much news has been dropping. So let's, uh, we got so much. Let's, we're just going to do a quick lightning round of all of this stuff. Um, okay. So, first off, we got some photos from Aquaman, James Wan Aquaman that's coming out uh, at the end of this year. Finally got a good look at some of the characters that's going to be in it. Good look at uh, Black Manta's helmet and uh, the the guy that's going to be opposing Aquaman, played by the guy that was in uh, in Watchmen. The guy that played the owl guy in Watchmen is going to be an Aquaman, which is kind of strange. Um, Nicole Kidman as the mother. and um, Oh, I thought that was just like a piece of wood floating in the background. <laughs> <laughs> You ain't right, dude. Uh, and then uh, Amber, what's her name? As uh, Mira. Heard. Amber Heard. Heard. Mm-hmm. That girl, fine. Damn. So, yeah, we got some good looks at the at the uh, characters of Aquaman. I think it looks pretty badass. Um, I was psyched for this movie before. I like James Wan. I think he's going to deliver something pretty badass. Um, Aubrey, I know how you feel about Jason Momoa with no shirt on. What would you think of these pictures? I think they look cool, except if we could just get rid of Nicole Kidman and Amber Heard. Oh, replace them with somebody good like Christina <laughs> Hendricks. Christina Hendricks for, for both. There's yeah, a reason why Christina Hendricks can't swim very well. <laughs> She's got buoys attached to her. She just floats. Yeah, I was gonna say <laughs> she can't be the queen of Atlantis if she can't get below the surface. <laughs> <laughs> But I don't like Nicole Kidman. That's going to be my biggest problem with this movie is I don't like Nicole Kidman. And Amber Heard has the worst wig ever. Yeah, it is a little uh, extreme. It's, bo- it's borderline Fantastic Four. Oh, yikes. I don't know. Is that, that that bad? It's bad for me. It's bad color. If it was a different color where she didn't look like Ariel, it might be a <laughs> little bit better. That's exactly what I thought. Uh, <laughs> Joy, what about you, man? What did you think of these pictures? I think that looked really cool. I'm I'm really getting excited for this movie. Um, we've talked about it multiple times. You know, I'm excited to see what James Wan can do. I do love uh, Momoa as Aquaman, mm-hmm. and uh, Amber Heard is really hot. Seriously, <laughs> seriously. So uh, I, I'm all in. I'm I'm excited to see a trailer. It's got to be coming soon if they're releasing pictures. I thought Black Manta looks fantastic, like right out of the fucking comics. So. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's go hashtag let's go <laughs> all right sweet all right so we also got some pictures from the set of the new wonder woman movie wonder woman 1984 just uh some uh an official image from gal gadot uh in the suit looking pretty good damn she looked good um and there's some people that have been filming them been filming from top of buildings of the action scenes and that's uh being filmed in downtown dc and i think it looks cool I think I think some of the stuff that they're doing looks cool. Uh, I, I like the fact that it's '84, and I like the fact that the colors are really like vibrant. Um, what did you think of these Wonder Woman images, Joey? I don't know. It looks like Wonder Woman. <laughs> so, so they got it right. Ta-da! Well, it really isn't. Wasn't anything to get too excited about. <laughs> did you see the Did you see the footage of her taking Steve Trevor out, and uh, they're watching like break dancers? On the street? No, um, that sounds amazing. But I try to avoid watching any of that crappy mm-hmm. behind the scenes, um, like spy cam stuff. Yeah, yeah, that's what it is. I really can. One, I don't want to see spoilers, and two, it's going to look like shit no matter what movie it is. You know, I just, I just want Turbo and Ozone to be in a DC Cinematic Universe. That's all I want. Oh my god, <laughs> I wouldn't wish that on people I like. They should be in the Marvel Cinematic. <laughs> All right, so Aubrey, what about you? What did you think of uh, Wonder Woman so far? It just looks like Wonder Woman. Mm-hmm. 
it's a nice picture of her, but how is Steve Trevor back? Yeah, I'd like to see that. I don't know. Dude, dude doesn't age. Yeah. It's uh it's his his great great niece or great great uh nephew like uh Agent Carter. Oh, that was creepy when it was Captain America. <laughs> it's equally creepy if it's Wonder Woman. Uh so I don't know. We'll see. We'll see. I'm I'm sure they're gonna keep that part under wraps and I'm I'm fine with that. I don't wanna know right now. All right. So uh but, so I just add that if we can get Wonder Woman breakdancing in this movie. <laughs> It would be pretty fucking amazing. <laughs> Break dancing as she's like uh, deflecting bullets off of her uh, bracelets at the same time. You know, we could get Adolfo Shabadoo Quinones to play star of Breakin' one and two and star of Lombada colon set the night on fire <laughs> uh, to play vibe. Oh, my God. Yes. <laughs> yes. I want that. Who, despite being on the Flash TV show as a cool character, was envisioned as an 80s break dancer. Dude, come on. <laughs> when he first appeared. So. That's perfect. I want it now. See, th- that's the stuff I'm talking about, Joe. You say shit, it goes out in a universe that I actually do want. Good. <laughs> All right. So uh, next, um, as the rumor mill goes, we still don't have anything official. Ben Affleck might be out as Batman. Uh, I guess Matt Reeves finally finished the first draft of the screenplay and it calls for a younger bruce wayne so i guess affleck is going to be out which sucks because uh he didn't really get a chance to do what he was what he's supposed to do other than a, the batman v superman movie um I well, think sucks to suck i want uh i want affleck back i that, that's what i want aubrey how do you feel about affleck not being in uh the new batman thank god oh, find somebody good ooh. take him out brings in somebody good Boo this man joey what about you man how do you feel about affleck out as batman guys i'm gonna do it i'm doing it right now guys i'm sorry i have to do this but i'm putting my foot down i refuse to talk about this subject (laughs) (laughs) anymore after today I am done <laughs> until we have official like <laughs> I need like the WB. I need the ghost of Bob Kane and Bill Finger and uh, Adam West and Ben Affleck himself to show up and say, no, I am not playing Batman. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm so sick of talking about this. Uh, I loved I actually liked him a lot in uh Batman vs. Superman, even though that movie is the worst rated movie in the history of So Was Your Podcast with a negative one million <laughs> out of five. Uh, I thought he was like the only good part about it. And I thought he was terrible in Justice League. So <laughs> yep. I guess, you know, he's one for one. But if, if you're writing a movie about a younger Batman, you can't really have a 50 year old actor playing Batman, even if it was Tom Cruise. <laughs> that, that's true. Unless they're going to use uh, Marvel's de-aging technology. <laughs> yeah, because I'm, I'm sure the budget for uh, for Justice League is, uh, I'm sure that's like a, a staple that they put up on a wall and be like, all right, whatever we do, don't go beyond this number. <laughs> Ever again. Ever again. What's more concerning is them saying in the article that he only had turned in the first third of the movie. Like, we feel like we've been talking about this for like two years now. Well, he's, he's doing all three of them. I wrote the first third of the movie. <laughs> They're, they're doing it like a Lord of the Rings. They do one movie and then cut it up in thirds. Oh, God. I guess. I don't know. I have no idea. Coming coming in 2025, The Batman. <laughs> Part two. Electric Boogaloo. Black Cape. <laughs> <laughs> 
All right. So, um, and then we have the, uh, the Joker movie that's still happening. Garbage. Unfortunately, that's still happening. Mm-hmm. Jeff Johns did leave as uh, he did leave DC Entertainment to become a producer um, for Warner, Warner Brothers. Uh, and Walter Hamada was taking over DC Entertainment. And one of the things that Hamada did uh, right off the bat was say, OK, you know what? From this point on, we're not going to announce any more movies coming out. We're not going to put like the big calendar and go, OK, Cyborg is coming out in 2020. That's not happening anymore. So I give him props for that. Um, the only thing is now he's uh, he's spearheading like all the other big movies. So the, the first one that he wants out the gate or the first one that he's putting a lot of attention to is Todd Phillips, the Joker movie. This is really happening. Um, are we ready for a possible Joaquin Phoenix, Todd Phillips, Joker movie, Aubrey? Fuck no. <laughs> I don't give a shit about a stupid Joker movie. Especially if it has Jared Leto in it. Well, he's going to get his own movie too, but that's not that's down the road. We'll we'll go back to that one after a while. It de- I guess it depends on the story that they choose for the Joker. If they actually do a good job and they stick to the comics and stop dicking around like <laughs> they usually do, then maybe it'll be okay. If they actually put some really graphic stuff in it, mm-hmm. you know, make it seem legitimate rather than this candy crap, then I'll enjoy it. But as far as I'm concerned, DC has been doing a shit job. All right. So that's a no. That's a no from Aubrey. Joey. I don't know. I got to see more about it. Yeah. To really get into it. I don't really... I, I could think of lit, even just for DC, I could probably think of 50 characters off the top of my head. I'd rather have a movie than uh, the Joker. Well, you guys hear that? Yeah. What is that? Yeah. That's thunder. Oh, shit. Yeah, I can think of like literally 50 characters off the top of my head. I'd rather see get a movie before the Joker, but it looks like we don't have a choice. So hopefully they'll do something good. I also I don't know what you know, it's like I, I don't know what I would want from a Joker movie. Like if somebody said to me, what is your ideal Joker movie? Like, I, I don't fucking know. Right. <laughs> I, do I don't do I really want like a serious, disturbing, like gritty movie? I, I don't know. Probably not. But do I want like goofy Suicide Squad Joker in a flashy coat? I don't really want that either. I don't know what I want. I'll know what I don't want when I see it, but <laughs> I don't know what I actually want. <laughs> it's not like you this. know what I want is a Booster Gold and Blue Beetle movie. There you go. There let's you let's go. do that instead. Seriously, I want to see a Zatanna movie because there hasn't been anything on her. Or even Talia Al Ghul. She'd be pretty cool to make a movie about. Especially if it meant we got a. Uh, Damian Wayne Robin out of it. Just give us somebody who you haven't had in a movie yet. There's plenty of characters. Give me a Super Sons movie and I'll forgive everything <laughs> DC's ever done. <laughs> Seriously. The license now, next to print week money. We'll be reporting that they gave you one. Crap. I have to forgive. I have to go back and edit my review of Batman <laughs> versus Superman. It's the family event of the year. All right, so uh, I think that's pretty much it. I mean, the Flash—they're still making the Flash, so you know. 
Yeah, right. <laughs> no, no one really cares about that. No, when I'm because sitting it's in the movie theater. Flash. When I'm sitting in the movie theater, drinking a soda, waiting for the movie to start, I'll believe that they made a Flash movie. <laughs> Hashtag not my Flash. <laughs> That's right. Let's get it. Let's get it started early, Aubrey. You got it. Yeah. Aubrey, it's time for you to start harassing Ezra Miller on Instagram. <laughs> I'm gonna. Hashtag not my flash. It's awful. It's awful. I'm going to make shirts that say make flash great again. (laughs) Go back to fantastic beasts. (laughs) Whoa. Okay. So, so we're back. Um, (laughs) Sorry about that. We, uh, having a tornado warning here in the <laughs> lovely state of Massachusetts. And I there was a giant clamp of thunder and <laughs> I lost power and internet. So uh, that was scary, but good times. We're back and we do it for you. I'm just going to go down into the shelter in the basement and, <laughs> and we're going to move forward. So what we're going to do right now is a review of Incredibles 2. Now, unfortunately, Aubrey, you didn't get a chance to see it. I did not. I um, I am. I finished seventy hours worth of work straight, so there wasn't really a time for me to squeeze it in. Oh, I'm questioning your dedication to Sparkle Magic, but um, <laughs> I. Uh, so we're going to send you the Phantom Zone for a little bit, and me and Mark are going to review it, and then we'll bring it back and we'll finish up. Mm-hmm. All right. So you know what we have to say to Aubrey. So now that we've successfully sent away Aubrey in punishment for not having seen the movie, me and Mark are going to talk a little bit about Incredibles 2. So uh, without getting into any spoilers or anything, uh, Mark, what did you think of the movie? Um, I enjoyed it. Um, I thought it was entertaining. Um, I was such a huge fan of the first one, though. So those were uh, it was a pretty high bar to uh, those were pretty high expectations to meet. But I, I thought the movie did a, a good job. It doesn't sound enthusiastic enough for me. Yeah, it, yeah, that, and that's that's what I was going for. Hmm. Okay. Well, I really, really, really liked it. Really? <laughs> right. <laughs> I thought it was great. So uh, yeah, I was all, I was all in. I, I loved it. Okay. All right. We can dive deeper into it. Right. We we need to get into spoilers immediately. So Mark's going to play a sound drop. That's going to show you that spoilers are now coming. So if you haven't seen Incredibles 2 yet, uh, you know, go see it and come back. Or at least you've listened enough at this point. You count as a download, so no worries. But, uh, yeah, here comes the sound drop, and spoilers are on their way. One clear spoiler. Here's a spoiler. You will die alone. All right, Mark, what is going on here? You do not sound enthusiastic enough about Incredibles 2 for me. Well, when I saw the first one, you know, it, it came at a time where there was not a lot of other my my faith in in the movie industry had had waned at that time. Just to give you a quick idea of, of what I'm talking about, um, Incredibles came out in November of 2004. So before that, there was The Grudge, of Raise Your Voice, starring uh, the hell Hillary is Raise Duff. Your Voice, <laughs> Hillary Duff, teen drama. Um, wait, did you wait? Taxi. wait, 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 wait. I, 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 all right, hold on. Incredibles two, put on hold for a minute. Did yeah. you? 
go to see Raise Your Voice? No, I'm just saying this is what was playing in the theaters when I wanted to go see (laughs) when Incredible when the first Incredibles came out. This is the the buffet of films that were playing at the time. Um, The first Saw movie, Shark Tale, just not a lot of good movies at all. The I think the last thing that 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 I saw that year that came out that was pretty good was probably Collateral with uh, Tom Cruise and Jamie Fox. That Tom might... Cruise with gray hair, <laughs> right? Exactly. Oh no, I take that back. Uh, the Born Supremacy also came out that summer, so that was the last like really really good movie I saw that year, and that was in the summertime. So by the time Incredibles came out, like there was nothing good at all. And uh, after I saw that movie, it like restored my faith in filmmaking. Like, I absolutely loved it. I thought the movie was absolutely amazing. I thought it hit everything perfectly. This one, um, it seemed like the pieces were good. I liked the different pieces and I liked the different character parts. But as a whole, like, as it all comes together, I don't think it was, I don't know, I don't think it was as successful. I don't think it quite stuck the landing as well as the first one did. I liked all of the characters. Um, I just didn't like the it didn't feel like a, a worthy sequel to the first one. Wow. Uh, I, I'm speechless right now. <laughs> really? All right. So tell me. So you didn't think that um, you didn't think that, you know, the scenes with what's her name? Edna, Edna Mold, like those were great scenes. But you didn't think that there was going to be something more to that. You didn't think something else was going to come from that. Or you just not, happy, you were just happy. Really. You're just happy with that one. Her one little scene. Yeah, it was fine. And to be fair, I saw the first one in the movie theater. Right. And I owned it on DVD and watched it a few times, but I probably haven't watched it in like seven years. Yeah. So. Well, I watched it again now in preparation for this one, especially since this one starts off like right when the first one ends. So I definitely wanted to get back into that mindset of that original movie. And, you know, it's 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 good. It's just I don't know, like you can see you can smell the villain from a mile away. And there wasn't a, there was hardly any, like, there's like iconic scenes in the first one of the group, like, all getting together. And this one, they barely did that. Like, at least right into the, uh, up until the end is when they finally all got together. And even then, it still wasn't like, I don't know, there, there's something that just wasn't, it didn't fit right, I guess is what I'm trying to say. Hmm. I did, I do agree with you. The, the villains were a little weak, but I, st- I still really liked it. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. And didn't, all right, no. All right, so they get recruited at the beginning. Uh, Frozone gets recruited by the guy that owns the company, right? Right. And then he brings him in, and he's like, "All right, out of the out of you three heroes, Elastigirl is going to be the one that we're going to back. We're going to give her the uh, give her the spotlight. Let her be the introduction to the world." And then Frozone disappears for like an hour of the movie. He is completely gone. Which you know, yeah, granted, he's not an incredible, but still. That was a huge chunk of time for that character to not be gone. And so I'm like, all right, so obviously they, they're saving him for something. And then he just shows up and does a superhero thing, and that's it. <laughs> like, what? Why, why was he gone for so long? Because it's not the Frozones. It's the incredible. Right. I know. I just said that. <laughs> <laughs> that's the only thing I can say. I don't know. <laughs> I don't have a reason for it. I'm sorry. I don't know. I just thought it was going to be. It was good. I just thought it was going to be better better yeah okay. why does uh elastigirl sound like a strokey 76 year old woman <laughs> that's not true she kind of does <laughs> i don't think so she 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 incredible 
Why does she sound like that? I did not. I did not get that at all. That's the way the actress sounds. I mean, that's the way she sounded in. Um, uh, did she sound that way in the first one? <laughs> well, you, you know, you you gotta you gotta say there's a big chunk of time that went by between the first one and the second one. <laughs> did she have a stroke during that time? <laughs> no, I don't think so. Oh, okay. She sounded. That's, that's how she sounded in uh, Batman v Superman. Uh, that's fine. Oh, oh, that's the same actress, right? Maybe after she drank that piss, that's what happened. <laughs> that's what. <laughs> that's what it was. It turned her voice strokey and gave her a fat ass. <laughs> Elastigirl was backing that thing up in this in the movie. <laughs> yep. <laughs> all right, all right. Sorry, we're way off track here. Um, okay. So, what did you like in the movie, though? Is it what did, is there? There had to be something you liked. Yeah, I liked the uh, I liked the kids. I thought they were fun. I liked uh, Baby Jack Jack. I thought it was awesome. I thought the the fight scene, his fight scene, was a little ridiculous. The the first fight scene. I thought it was a little, I don't know, something about it was too Disney cartoonish. Wait, wait, you didn't like when he fought the raccoon? Are you serious? No, I mean, it was cute, but didn't that seem like, have you seen any other animals in this universe act that way? That seemed very. Oh, my God. It seemed Mark. very like this is a this is specifically a Disney cartoon instead of a superhero movie. That's what it is. It's a Disney cartoon. <laughs> it is a Disney cartoon, but the the incredible the first Incredibles is so good it doesn't matter that it's a Disney cartoon. You know what I mean? It's an amazing superhero movie. Probably one of the best superhero movies ever made. This one, it's like, yes, just in case you forgot, this is a complete cartoon. Like a complete Little Mermaid, Beauty and the Beast, uh Pocahontas Disney cartoon. And here's the scene that shows it. Which is great. It's great for kids to see that. I thought it was awesome. But it really, it seemed to go on a little too long, and it, it definitely didn't fit with the rest of the movie. Or it didn't fit with the first movie, I should say. But I like the character. I thought the character was really cool. And I love his powers. Hmm. Okay. All right. All right. What, what else did you like? <laughs> there has to be more. Uh, I like the, uh, I like all of the action sequences. I like the, the scene of her um, stopping the train. I thought that was cool. And I liked her takedown of uh, the screen guy, screensaver. What was his name? Mm-hmm. Screenslaver. Screenslaver. Yeah, I liked her her attempt to take him down. I thought that was pretty cool. I liked their fight in the little cage that they had. Right. Yep. I thought. Yeah, I, I thought that was pretty cool too. And I, I did like the um, I liked the new like supers that showed up towards the end, the ones that came out of hiding. Like I liked the the little old guy, the frog guy. <laughs> I thought that guy was awesome, um, but yeah, yeah. I you know I don't know. It just seemed like I don't know. It, it was the action scenes were thrilling, and in those scenes, I was all about it. But as a whole, like as a complete story, I don't know. I think the first one is ten times better than this one. Wow. Okay. I thought it was a little talky. Mm-hmm. I guess at the beginning of the movie. I think like it opened, we had a big action scene, and then there's probably a half an hour of talking before anything else happens. Mm-hmm. Before anyone puts on like a suit and does anything. Yeah, anything. Yeah, anything. Uh, the action scenes were fantastic, though. I really liked um, when Elastigirl was saving the train, when she had to save the ambassador. Was it an ambassador? From the um, helicopters? Yep. Like, I thought, all oh, that was fucking fantastic. It made me want uh, Brad Bird to do a live-action superhero movie. Yeah, exactly. But has he done a live-action movie? Yeah, he did uh, Mission Impossible 4. Okay, was oh, that good? <laughs> it was awesome. And he also did uh, Tomorrowland. 
So uh, take oh. that, <laughs> take that, oh, as you will. Oh boy! Oh no! <laughs> right. <laughs> so so like, <laughs> he's directly responsible for uh, George Clooney in a flying bathtub. <laughs> right. And after that, someone was like, why don't you go back to Incredibles? And he's like, yeah, you know, it's, it's been about 10 years, but yeah, maybe that's not a bad idea. Maybe I'll go back to my home. I think Incredibles made more money in its first three days than Tomorrowland did <laughs> since it came, came out, including like DVD, uh, everything. Mm-hmm. You're probably right. Wow. Brad Bird will always get a pass, though, because he did The Iron Giant, and that's yep. just one of the best movies ever, so... He he's always going to be up there as far as animation directors go. Oh, he also did Ratatouille, Ratatouille too. Oh, okay. Well, then if he did Incredibles, Iron Giant, and Ratatouille, he pretty much does get a pass for life because he's made three <laughs> great movies. So, exactly. All right. So, All what, right. how did you feel about um, about the villains themselves? Like, this is like the third time I've seen a brother sister team. Um, not that they're all villains, but I've seen a brother sister team like inside of a corporation, like as the head of a corporation. It seems to be a running theme now. What else do we have? Rampage? We have Rampage and we have Iron Fist. Oh, my God. Yeah, I guess. <laughs> I I didn't really care for the villains at all. I could have done completely without it mm-hmm. and just had them having random adventures. Yep. But I liked everything that was going on around the plot of the movie. But the plot of the movie itself is completely forgetful. I'm not going to be like salivating for the revenge of screen slaver in like three years. Like I could care less. I don't even give two shits about that. Like, do I want to see what happens with the Incredibles moving forward? Yes, of course. I, I just don't care about the characters at all. I was more excited to see the underminer come back in the very beginning. Oh my of the God. Movie. All right. So, yeah, so as far as things that I liked, I loved all of that. <laughs> all of the underminer I thought was amazing. Cause at the, at the end of the first one, it's like, Oh, that's, it's kind of silly. It's like a, you know, goofy, silly villain that won't be an issue at all. And then when you see what he actually does, like what his, his um, mechanics are and how he get, gets around, how he's trying to rob this bank, he's actually a badass villain. I was like, holy <laughs> shit, I like this guy. This is really cool. What, but what does a giant mole need with all that money? Build a, a giant underground lair, maybe get his own volcano, like um, what's his name in the first one? Uh, that's true. <laughs> it, that stuff doesn't come cheap, I guess, yeah, right? Exactly. <laughs> Just to just to have someone design a uh, a volcanic island with a monorail that goes to it, you know that right there. That's a lot of money. Everything needs monorails. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, but I I really liked all of the performances. I like uh, the kid that played Dash and a uh, girl that played Violet. I thought their little storyline of her trying to talk to um the the kid from the first one. I thought that was really cool. And you know what? I actually really did like the way the movie started with the kid being interrogated about what he saw. I thought that was actually mm-hmm. really cool. I thought it was a really good way into it. Because the first one started with those uh, talking head confessional like interviews. So I thought that was a nice callback to it. See, you're, you're picking up on all these callbacks and I haven't seen it in seven <laughs> years. So to me, it was just like, oh, okay, that's cool. <laughs> Maybe I would have liked it even more if I had sat down and watched it in the last like two weeks or not. So, Well, I don't know. I mean, you, you, you like the movie, dude. And I, I thought it was good. It also didn't help that I was sitting in a theater with a bunch of screaming kids who were just running around and crying babies all over the place, which is fine. But, you know, I have to constantly, like, move to let the little kids go to the bathroom. So uh, you should have went to a really late at night showing. There only would have been half as many kids there. Exactly. That's what I was going to do. But it was like the movie. I was on my way home and the movie was starting. And I'm like, you know, I can just knock this out real quick and write a review and, you know, be done with it. It's been some do something else 
besides watch Incredibles during opening weekend because I knew it was going to be I knew it was going to be huge. I just uh, I didn't just I didn't realize how rambunctious it was going to be for the first showings. <laughs> yeah, I went to the cheap movie theater for this again, and there actually were people there at the ten o'clock showing. <laughs> and it was the, crazy. There were kids everywhere. And, and did the people behind the concession stand like freak out? Like, holy shit! <laughs> oh my god, what's happening? <laughs> no, but they have really strange uh, candy pricing. So for some reason, the last time we went to the movies, which would have been Solo. Uh, I got my son popcorn and and he said he didn't feel great afterwards, like later on in the day. So some reason in his mind, that means it was the popcorn and not the fact that he ate either (laughs) ate it too fast or, you know, ate too much throughout the day. It was the popcorn's fault. Um, so he wanted candy this time. Well, we'll get candy instead of popcorn. So the candy is all the same price. So I got a bag of, of M&Ms that was like, like dollar size at a normal store. Right. And that was $4. Jesus. And then he got a box of junior mints, which was like the size of his torso. Mm-hmm. And that was $4. <laughs> like it's still in the fridge. Like he was not able to finish this gigantic box of junior mints. So. You know, and that's how they make their money, dude. Over, that's overpricing like the, every candy, every candy is right, equal. Right. Every candy is equal in their eyes. <laughs> it's America. That's how dad did it. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. So I thought I was going to go see it. Like, I really want to see it in 3D because I saw the previews for it in 3D. And I'm like, um, holy shit, that looks amazing. So I actually might go check it out again um, with a less rambunctious crowd in 3D. Uh, but the first show that I saw was, it was crazy. And it, and it's fine. I, I worked at a movie theaters. Whenever I used to have to, quote unquote, check the theaters uh, for kids' movies. And kids are, like, running around and throwing popcorn and shit all over the place and just screaming up and down the aisles. I just let it go. That's, yeah, that's fine. I don't care. I'll just clean it up later. It's fine. It's a kid's movie. They're supposed to be crazy. But as a patron, as an adult patron in it, it's like, God damn it. <laughs> just sit down. Sit down and shut up. Understood. So, yeah. So, I'm, it's, that might have uh, impeded my opinion a little bit. So, I'll go check it out again and see see if I uh, see if I change my tune a little bit. Um, but, yeah. I, I, I did think the movie was good. I liked the little pieces of it. I love the um, I loved the beginning. I thought the end, I would have liked the end a little better if they all could have gotten to use their powers as like a collective. You know what I mean? Like having Mr. Incredible underneath the water with the anchor and then Frozone uh, freezing the ice and then Helen doing her own thing. But Jack, I'm not Jack, um, Dash didn't really get to do anything, I don't think, at the end. Like, I don't think he got to use his speed powers that much. Did he? Not that I remember, but he did a little bit. He was chasing around the baby. Yeah. <laughs> big whoop <laughs> I did like I did really like Jack Jack though I think Jack Jack is the star of the movie personally he gets the uh, the Joe Grizzly award <laughs> <laughs> awesome no, I, I liked it I liked it a lot I don't know I, I, I'm really taken aback by the fact that you didn't like it as much as I thought you would and the fact that you didn't like it that much and you're still going to go see it again <laughs> well yeah well, that's the beauty of movie pass my friend oh uh, okay that's the only reason why, though. Oh, yeah, of course. If I had to pay, like, full price to see it, I'm like, fuck, I'll just wait for the DVD. Screw that. <laughs> you just be lucky you don't have kids. I'm anticipating an $80 bill to go see Jurassic World next weekend. So. <laughs> Yikes. Better be good. All right, cool. So what did you give this on a scale of uh, zero to five, Mark? So, yeah, so from zero to five, I would give it a, I'll give it a three and a half because it wow. was very entertaining um, and it does what it's supposed to do. It just didn't feel as 
cohesive as a superhero movie as the first one did. All right. Well, I gave it a four out of five. Wow. That's up there. I did. I did really like it a lot, even though it sounds like we didn't like it. I did really like it a lot. But it's also a very stronger four out of five. Like I gave Solo a four out of five, but that was really more of a three and a half, only bumped <laughs> up by the hotness of Amelia Clark, where this is an actual four out of five. Wow. All right, so what would you give the first Incredibles in? I haven't seen it in like seven years, yeah. but I remember really, really liking it. So probably the same thing, like four out of five. Oh, okay. Wow. <laughs> All right. All right. That's fair. It's a kid's movie. You can grade it on the same level as like something else. Dude, I'm, uh, yeah, like I said, it could be the fact that like when I saw the first Incredibles, A, the movie is just amazing. But B, the surrounding movies were all shit. And you had just seen Raise Your Voice, too. <laughs> I didn't see it, but it was playing It was playing at the theaters. <laughs> I don't even know what that is. I have to look it up. Now. It's something with Hillary Duff and, and singing something. I don't know. Larry Duff, don't get, don't hold back, don't give up, <laughs> raise your voice. It's no Canadian uh, rock band Three Days Grace appears in this movie. <laughs> this is a long time ago, right? It's no, uh, it's no uh, Mandy Moore in uh, First Daughter or whatever, <laughs> whatever that President movie was. Was that the name of it? I don't remember. Did you just say Mandy Moore to me? Yeah. Mandy Moore versus Sharks, the movie. All oh, right. I like cool. that movie. So that's uh, that's Incredibles 2. Yeah, don't listen to us. Go see it for yourself and uh, you know, let us know what you think in the comments. Am I completely crazy? Is the first one? Yes. Is the, <laughs> is the second one just as good as the first one? I don't, I don't think so. I think the first one is a classic. Second one is just good-ish. Well, I think it's definitely uh, up there in the top tier of Pixar movies. It's certainly no, uh, what do you call it? Cars 2, 3, <laughs> Bugs Life, or Monsters University. It's no uh, Last Dinosaur either. Oh, whatever the fuck that was. Yeah, we, I never even, we never even saw that. Nope. What, uh, what did you think of the short before the movie? Yo, that short was crazy, dude. I had no... I knew, I knew there was going to be one, obviously, because it's a you know, Pixar animated thing. And I just couldn't wrap my brain around it. I'm like, this is the most fucked up cartoon I've seen in years. I can't believe they're playing this in front of a, a Pixar movie. And then you get to the end and it's, you know, they explain it. <laughs> but the, uh, the yeah, first, the I, first I'm all set with these shorts. Like, I'm, I'm good. No, thanks. No. I'm just sick of them. Like, just start the fucking movie. You know what? If it was like 20 years ago and I didn't have to sit through 25 commercials and 25 previews. Yep. And then the movie still hasn't started yet. Like, I, I could be OK with it. But now it's just like, Jesus Christ, can we just get to Incredibles <laughs> 2 at this point? Like, I've already had to watch the Burger King's Kids Club of Diversity sing about Coca-Cola and, <laughs> you know, all this stuff. And it's just, ugh. Yeah, you can the- you can definitely sense the impatience in a the theater once, like, that, that cartoon started and it, there wasn't the Incredibles. People were just like, oh, God. At least it wasn't uh, Olaf's Christmas adventure. <laughs> That's true. I think true. we would have got up and left. <laughs> <laughs> it's very true. It's very true. But those 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 shorts are good to showcase new filmmakers that are going to be coming up uh, to get their own Pixar movie. You know, in like five years. So it's. Well, a I got good, excited good when ground. the lady ate the dumpling kid. Right? I was like, oh, this shit just got real dark. <laughs> <laughs> that's. Ex- but then it was like a metaphor. I was like, oh, that sucks. <laughs> I hope she had. I thought she had actually eaten her child. But like, fuck you. <laughs> 
<laughs> that's what I thought, dude. I was like, get in my belly. <laughs> this is the most fucked up cartoon I've seen in years. It's messed up. But uh, yeah, I'm I'm glad that it was a metaphor because like the first two thirds of that cartoon is like, what the fuck is happening here? Well, I mean, how much of that actually happened in real life? Like, did her kid get hit in the head with a a soccer ball and have like half his head cave in, or <laughs> that actually happened? Uh, yeah, probably. Oh, okay, that explains a lot. <laughs> All right, so that was our review and reaction to Disney Pixar's Incredibles two. Now to finish everybody up here, finish us off. Some recommendations for the listeners. Aubrey, you're back. Any recommendations for the listeners out there this week? Uh, you know, nothing really. I did uh, watch a movie called Death Witch, which was pretty cool. With Bruce Willis? Bruce Willis? Yeah. Oh, okay. It How was, was it? It was interesting. <laughs> you know, it wasn't horrible, which I thought it would be because I don't really like Bruce Willis. Um, but it wasn't that bad. Okay. Actually. Yeah. What else have I done? I mean, that's it. That's really so. That's your all rec- I've done this week. That's your recommendation is uh, uh, a yeah, Bruce Willis movie. Jeff. That's okay. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Sweet. Alrighty, and what about you, Mark? Uh, I want to recommend the uh, sequel that no one asked for, but we got it anyway. Uh, do you guys remember uh, Jumper, starring uh, Hayden Christensen and uh, Samuel Jackson? Uh, yeah, there's another one. There's a TV show. It's on YouTube. It's called Impulse. Um, and it's about a young girl who has the abilities to jump. Also, is it literally like part of Jumper, or is it not? That's the thing. I'm only on episode three, but and there's it's like heroes. There's a bunch of different stories going on, and I'm not quite sure how they're all connected. But this girl, it's kind of like a like a X Men type of thing. She's a teenager. She has these seizures, and when she does, she jumps. And winds up, and it's just like the movie. It's directed by Doug Lyman. It's based on the sequel to, well, the original movie was based on a book. This one is based on a sequel to that book, kind of. So uh, I'm going to watch them all to see if they're connected to the Jumper universe. But, you know, if you like that movie and, you know, you want to see more people bamfing around, which I, for some reason I love, uh, check out Impulse. It's on it's on YouTube Red, but they're actually giving it away on, on a regular YouTube. And uh, all the episodes are there. It's like 10 episodes. If the song Jump Around is not involved in that movie, I don't want to watch it. Uh, I'll let you know, Aubrey. I'll go through I'll go through it. I'll let you know. It might be the very last song that they play during the credits. It better awesome. be. <laughs> awesome. Well, uh, I will recommend that everyone goes to SoWizardPodcast.com where they find the podcast every week. Links to all our social media accounts on the right-hand side of the page, SoWizardPodcast.com. Uh, you can find movie reviews I, sorry that keeps thundering and i'm like oh god is this going to be the end of power and internet again <laughs> so i get distracted <laughs> um so <laughs> movie reviews and uh streaming picks from adam and mark Ellis and so much more so wizardpodcast.com listen to us on apple podcast slash itunes or spotify or any streaming podcast service under the sun that you can think of and uh, I, I honestly don't really have a recommendation <laughs> this week. I have been uh, reading uh, DC Comics and Brian Michael Bendis present Man of Steel, the first four-issue miniseries to relaunch the Superman books with Bendis writing. And so far, it's not bad. Hey. That's the best best I got. Me and Aubrey's uh, recommendations are a little <laughs> wishy-washy this week, but it's uh, it's not bad. So I, it's not face-meltingly awful like I was expecting. Just a step in the right direction. 
it's definitely uh, worth checking out. I'm still going to pick it up and keep reading Action and Superman once those relaunch as well. So that's that. But in terms of next week, we're going back to Jurassic Park. Jurassic World colon Fallen Kingdom comes out and we will be talking all about it as well as all the nerdy news that's fit to print on episode 203 of So Wizard Podcast. But for today, on behalf of my co-host, the queen of all nerds, Aubrey Litchfield. Sayonara, citizens. See you next week. And the expert, Mr. Marquis Marcellus Reagan. You know, when I say we were going to do the lightning round, I didn't mean mean it seriously. I am sorry, Ezra Miller, Wakanda forever. You've been thunderstruck. <laughs> This has been episode number 202 of the So Wizard right Podcast. Right <laughs> we'll see you next week for Jurassic World Fallen Kingdom. Good journey. <laughs> <laughs>